0: Hello, hello,
1: happy Tuesday, also happy day two of the program, welcome to the morning live. Okay, so uh, just a quick rundown on these Facebook lives, one of the things that you need to know is that these are not mandatory, uh, you do not need to watch hours and hours and hours of the lives to be successful on program and plan. Everything that you need to know program wise is stored in the guides, it's also in the book, And I can't show you because I'm on my phone, but it's also in the app. Have you guys checked out the search part of the app? That's where all the information is stored. So you'll have access to all of the posts ahead of time on the app and in the book. Uh, When it comes to the group itself, we post on a daily basis uh, and that's when you guys can jump in and ask any questions that you have on those posts. Um, There's a lot of information this week. If you are new to the program, it's normal to feel a little overwhelmed. Uh, we do not apologize for the information um, it, it we don't mess around we take weight loss very seriously we know some of you have spent probably most of your lives trying to lose this weight and we're all about helping people lose it finally and forever so you you need to know what you need to know uh, in order to be successful to do that we know that you guys have a lot of questions if you'll notice in the book um, on the app and actually in the group in the welcome guide is the program index and it goes through all the different topics that we're going to be talking about. So we're going to be talking about, so for example, today we're talking about alcohol and we're talking about water and we're talking about coffee. So many of you had questions about that yesterday. Um, We're going to be talking about exercise. We're going to talk about um, how to navigate the program um, with shift work. Um, You you name it. You have a question, we have a post and an answer for it. Uh, 14 groups. uh, This is the 14th group that we have done. um, And I've been helping people lose weight for over 30 years. We've literally taken every possible question anyone could ask, and put it into the notes. Um, So uh, sit tight. Um, If you do have a question about something, uh, be sure to ask. And if the team answers, but then tells you that we have a post coming down the pipeline, we're not trying to to, to off-put and not give you the information. It's just that's probably best to wait to the post that's got a lot more extensive information. We're kind of limited in what we can write in our little responses, right? So uh, keep those questions coming. Speaking up, there's no such thing as a silly question, a question asked too late, um, or a question asked too many times. We are not expecting you to keep track of all the questions being asked and answered. So be very selfish with this process. If you have a question, just post it, um, ask it, um, look for those notifications, set your notifications on Facebook so that when we do respond, uh, you can very easily find the answer rather than having to scroll through everybody else's questions and answers. My point being, it should be very easy to find the information in the group. There can be a learning curve if you're new to the Facebook group uh, forum but you should find it fairly easy to find the information. You pop into the group, pinned at the top is the check-in video. Um, Right beside that is the questions post where you can ask all the questions like, you know, what day of the week we're on. Um, And then from there, you're going to want to go to the guides. That's where we store all the information in the different guides. So all the food plan stuff, everything related to food, what you're eating and when is stored in the food plan guide for easy access. Everything posted this week will be in the prep week guide, and then everything posted next week will be in the week one guide. And the week after that, that in the week two guide and so on. Uh, Speaking of week two, before I get to questions, uh, a lot of you talking about supplements, we don't talk about them until week two. We actually suggest that you don't add them in. There's a rhyme and a reason for that. Some of you have already added them in and you're starting to wonder if you're feeling this way or that way because of the supplements. That's exactly why um, we suggest that you don't add them in. First of all, you want to know what you're taking and why. um, And you're not just taking it because it's going to help you with weight loss, truly. And also, um, the body can really react and respond to the changes in the food plan. If you've watched the food plan video, which I, I hope that you do watch because it's really important, especially to understand what you're doing here. Um, but it talks about, um, the rhyme and the reason behind the order of foods, the certain kinds of foods, like everything is for a rhyme and a reason. A lot of you asking to switch things up, change things up, be careful of that. Next thing you know, you're not doing the program that your friends and family were successful on. You're just doing some version of of your own if you're making too many changes to it. Um, and then when it comes to those supplements, you really want your body to react and respond to the changes that you're making with the food plan and then allow the body to calm down from that. Any change in your diet can cause digestive upset. Any change in your diet can can cause a change in your bowel movements. Like any changes change, even though it's good healthy changes, it's still change. It can be stressful on the body. Um, so if, uh, if you're thinking about those supplements, please hold off on them uh, to add them in. I think it's honestly the best way to go. The least stress time to add them in is once your body's already adapted to the, to the food plan, and that's actually the most effective time to add them in as well. If you're a returning member and you have continued to take them, that's totally fine. Um, if you're continuing a returning member, you can totally add them back in at any time. Uh, you guys know how your body already responds to these types of things, so heads up on that. Let's get right into this today. Let me remind you um, that we also turn all of these lives into podcasts after the fact that you can listen. If ever you can't watch a live, you can always listen to it later. Um, all right all right all right all right all right hello 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 good morning uh, i love zevia kicks the sweet cravings to the side is it okay to drink it will ca- will it count towards water yeah we're not into t- like that's not a good reason <laughs> it, it like we're i want you to have the cravings that you have and want you to address them accordingly not by tomfoolery or trickery we're not big on tomfoolery or trickery trying to manipulate the body and to, like if you have cravings you want to know what why you're craving cravings are simply a message from the body. So cravings aren't your body trying to make you fat, screw you over, get you to eat things you don't want to eat. Cravings are legit. Your body is trying to get what it needs by association. Generally, when you crave, and we have a post on this, of course, generally when you crave sugar, um, you're dehydrated. And when you're dehydrated, your body gets you to crave high water content foods, because if you're not giving it the water it needs, it'll try to get the water it needs other ways um, by craving high water content foods, which are are fruits, which you uh, miscommunicate as sugar. And then, you go end up eating carbs and sugar. Um, If you are following the program, uh, within days, your cravings should go away. You might have some residual cravings that pop out of the habits if you're used to eating at night or you're used to eating certain things. Um, But if you follow the food plan, it's designed to meet your cravings. So you don't need your Zevia or whatever it is. Um, I'm also not a fan of artificial sweeteners. Just for the simple name, artificial sweeteners, um, the body processes natural products a lot better than um, artificial products. Uh, Monk fruit, Stevia, one of the better... butter sweeteners but you really want to watch the sweeteners in any drinks or anything that you have um if it's a, just a straight up caramelated drink um if you want to kind of s- switch up your your um water consumption but you know there's nothing beats straight up water like just just do what you fucking need to do and get it done already you know what i mean um sometimes what happens is if people try to Try to try to fit in things that they like in the love. But I love this and I like that. Yeah, but sometimes what you like and what you love isn't gonna get the job done for you. So it's all about how do you wanna navigate. So if you're adding in extra things that you don't need and then you're ragging on yourself about what's not happening on the scale, that's really problematic, right? So it's sort of like if you if you're doing all the things and you know you're doing all the things. If you're adding in all these extra things, you know you're adding in all these extra things, right? So um so I'm not really sure, not familiar with the Zevia. I don't know if it's just a carbonated drink or whatever. Whatever it is. Um, If you want to have it, have it for the sake of having it. I don't have a problem with that, Um, but I wouldn't have it to uh, offset any cravings or to suppress your appetite or anything like that. You want to know what your cravings are so you can be in tune and address them. I guarantee you, Zevia is not the answer. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Um, Worse, you'll find that we give kind of wishy washy answers when people say, Can I have this? Can I have that? There is no on plan, off plan foods. Um, There is a specific guide, Um, it's pretty specific, though there's a lot of flexibility. In that, um, we're all grown-ups here. At the end of the day, we tell you what's going to get the job done. And if you want to kind of add in extra stuff, that's just you adding in extra stuff, and I don't have a problem with that at all. Um, look, for like, for example, bread and pasta. Like we we suggest that you minimize bread and pasta. It's not, it's it not, it's just, it just, it just doesn't have a whole lot of nutrient value. It can block up your digestive system. It causes your insulin levels to go higher than we like when we're trying to reduce them. But do some people still continue to eat bread and pasta and lose weight? Absolutely. We have people on plan who eat bread and pasta the whole entire time you know obviously they do things like load up on the veg and they're not doing a huge honkin' bowl of pasta but they're still eating breads and pasta so it's just sort of um, how hardcore you want to be on the program plan if it's not in the notes then chances are it's it's not suggested <laughs> the notes are pretty extensive so if they're not in the notes chances are they're not it's not suggested right so then you're just adding it in above and beyond kind of thing um, same thing with diet pop. I saw I saw a lot of you guys um, talking about diet pop. I honestly am not worried about your diet pop. Um, I you'll just naturally phase it out. Focus on the things. Uh, this is maybe this is a better way to frame it. Focus on the things that you you are to do on program and plan and all the other extras. They'll just fall to the wayside, including the diet pop. So many of you are like, should I take it out? Should I not take it out? I'm not worried about it. You can continue to to, to keep it in, if, especially if you you're used to drinking it. Can there can be some withdrawals effect? when you're getting off on pop, which can be stressful to the body, Um, focus on drinking more water, focus on following that food plan, you're going to start to feel so good and you're like, you're, you may want, you want the diet pop. Your body guaranteed does not like your diet pop. Your body doesn't want your diet pop. It doesn't like your diet pop. It's not, it's, it's not coming from your body. It's coming from you. You want it. You like it. You're used to it. You, you want to have it, those kinds of things. Um, so once you start doing the things that, you know, are more proactive to the process, you're you just going to feel so good. You're not even going to want the taste, your taste buds are going to change. You're not going to want the pop. So don't stress about that. If you're a diet pop drinker, don't want to Or Coke zeros, whatever i'm not really worried about that at all at all um some of you there's a there's a post on coffee today that went out talking about sweeteners. Listen, sugar is sugar at the end of the day. Sugar, you're not looking to get any kind of nutrient value from your sugar. (laughs) You know what I mean? So if you want to use real sugar in your coffee, you want to use brown sugar in your coffee, that's totally fine. I use brown sugar, the raw sugar. I might use cream and raw sugar. Um, You can use honey if you want, but you don't have to. Um, There are some beneficial properties in honey, right, as opposed to sugar. But again, we're not looking to get our nutrient value from honey and we're also not looking to get it from sugar either. Um, So enjoy your coffee the way you want. Um, I do, I'm not a fan of artificial sweeteners and I, I don't, I don't feel like debating this. Um, you guys can do your own research on this. I'm not a fan uh, just from all the research I've done over the years. We do talk about this in some of our Science Saturday posts, but it's minimal. Um, if you want to use artificial sweetener, have at her. Have at her. Um, I'm just letting you know, personally, I'm not a fan. Um, there are some reasons we will talk to Dr. Paul about, um, about, you know, why you might, might want to minimize. Even though it's artificial, it can still mimic your body's response to sugar, especially with things like agave. And those old school sweeteners, for the love of God, if you're still using Splenda, get off that shit and switch over to monk fruit or um, stevia, monk fruit or stevia, but any of those old school ones, they can actually cause insulin resistance. Not that we like to spend a lot of time on that, but you want to really shy away from those. Um, uh, but again, we don't debate things. We just tell you what's going to work and should you want to do it? Great. Should you want to do something else? That's fine too at the end of the day. Um, where are we? Hi, Joan. Yes, a lot of information, but so worth the time to read and follow my second group. And I'm starting with fresh eyes and picking up tips that I missed the first time around the winter group. Okay, I love this. This is such a great tip. If you are a returning member, you may be like, oh, I've seen this. I've read this. Oh, I know this already. Read it again. Read it again. Because what's going to happen is you're bringing a whole new body to the table, whole new frame of mind to the table, right? So things are going to hit differently. And maybe things that you, that, you know, when you read the post the first time, they didn't really resonate that are actually resonating this time so it's a great idea to keep reviewing that information even though you've seen it you've seen it you've seen it um how do I get this uh, live feed to show up I always get it ten minutes later sorry new to Facebook well I was a bit late today I lost my phone in my glasses so that's on me <laughs> um, that happens um so the best way to find the lives is first of all in the welcome guide there's a whole there's a whole po- there's a bunch of posts in there that talk you about how to how to find everything in the group how to navigate the group there's a post in there about Facebook lives and all that the best way to find the Facebook lives is when you go into your photo section. So when you're, when you pop into the group, right at the top, there's a, there's a photo or media section pop into that. And then you'll be able to see the Facebook live, uh, airing. That's how I find it. That's the easiest way to find it. There is a bit of a time delay on Facebook. So sometimes it can take a bit to find. Once you see it once, you can also set a notification and then Facebook will let you know when it airs, but Facebook is always late on that too. So the best thing to do is you know that it airs 9am Monday through Friday, um, pop into the group, um, go to that photo section, click it when it pops up. Feeling bloated and dull feeling on day two. Yeah, so 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 a lot of you are talking about, you know, eating all day yesterday. Some of you eating more than you're used to, kind of noticing it, feeling bloated, feeling that you're going to notice. this. Is, I know it's pretty mind-blowing um, just switching up your food choices, but switching up your food choices can be stri- quite stressful on your body, even though they're healthy food choices. So a lot of you are not used to eating as often, and a lot of you have really slow-ass metabolisms. I mean, your body's like working at a snail's place over here. So when you start consuming all these foods, which is actually a lot of work for your body, um, your body's going to step up and go to work harder. Your body's not used to that. So there can be a bit of a backlog happening where you can feel a little bloated. Um, your bowel movements can be affected for a few days. And then what happens is you, as you're consistent, and this is why it's so important to be consistent as you're consistently following that food plan, your body will be like, Oh shit, we keep getting all this amazing food. This body is not working fast enough to process and digest. Let me boost this metabolism. Let me give this body more energy. Let me, you know, pick things up here. And so I can better handle the influx of foods your body's not going to be like oh no please don't give me all this nutrient-rich food you know what I mean your body's like yeah gimme give gimme give gimme give but you're feeling the effects of it right because it's just a change and you're not used to it plus there's a rhyme and a reason to it it may seem very simplistic but it's a very well thought out tried and true food plan formula and if you have watched the food plan video it talks about the rhyme and reason behind it um, so it's normal to cause the body to react and respond because we are looking to cause the body to react and respond. So normal to feel bloated first couple of days. Um, no, no normal to feel bloated before your weight drops as well. We're going to talk about that, uh, in the next couple days. Um, no, no, n- um, normal to feel, um, just kind of a little bit off. And then what's going to happen within the first couple days, if you're being really consistent is your cravings sh- should go away. You should feel a lot more energetic. You should feel a lot less leaner. You'll go from being bloated to like, you'll le- lean right out and all your bloating will go away. Um, and, uh, um, uh, and you'll start to feel hungry because you're giving your body, you're feeding it on a regular basis. So you'll start to get really hungry, but really, really loud and clear I'm hungry is not, doesn't mean more food. It just means your body's starting to communicate with you and being loud, letting you know that it's hungry. And then you'll also on the other side of that, um, get real full quick too. So, so the food plan is for rhyme and a reason. It's designed to get the body to respond. It, the more consistent you are in following it, the quicker your body will respond. This is a perfect example of what I've been talking about yesterday about even if you're sure if you follow the food plan then the things that we're saying are going to resonate because you're going to be experiencing them in the real time but you know me talking about how you know these things that are going to happen if you're if you haven't if you're kind of hesitant to start and they haven't happened yet it's kind of hard to resonate with what I'm saying but if you're doing the things that we've suggested and you're experiencing them like you are feeling bloated you are feeling that then you're like oh okay this is supposed to happen this is normal so this is why a little bit of blind faith is needed here like and, and here's the thing I, I, I don't mind saying that because you can ask all the questions that you want it's not that we don't want you to ask questions ask all the questions that you need but chances are that you are in this program because you know someone who's been successful whether it be a family or a friend or a co-worker and i I'm assuming that you're here because you want the results that they got. Well, guaranteed, if they did this program and they were here at the end, they followed the program. Well, they followed the program. Um, so that's the ticket to getting the results that everybody else has is to do the program that everybody, everybody has done. And so new people come in and, and of course, you're going to have questions and you're so unsure because, you know, it's so different from the diet, the diet industry. A lot of times what happens is you, you bring in old diet things and you're, you're a little hesitant and you're just not all in. So you're sitting on kind of like the edge edge of things. And then you're going to start to hear people and how their bodies are responding and what's happening who are all in it and being consistent. You'll be like, oh, why is that not happening to me? Because you're not really stepping into this. You, there's no downside to being all in and putting that blind faith in. It's just eating healthy foods. Nobody is going to gain weight while following the program and plan. Um, I know so many of you are nervous about eating more. So many of you still count your calories. I Someone said this the other day, they counted calories and at the end of the day and they realized they didn't eat enough. Does that mean they're not eating enough? I can't even have that fucking conversation. Um, I can't have it because you, your body is not a machine. It, it, the counting calories is stupid. It's dumb. It's archaic. It doesn't fucking work for sustainable weight loss. Um, so I just, I can't have that conversation. And 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 bless you for asking. I, I'm all about asking. But here's the thing: like sticking with those old diet stuff is just gonna stick you. Is just gonna. It's not. It's not going to work. They're, you're here for a reason. Um, all those diets are, are designed around the same flawed design. Eat less, exercise more. It'll have you losing weight every single time. It'll also have you gaining it all back every single time. But people like what they know, and so they tend to come in. The point of this. the people come in. They still count. They still weigh. They still measure. And they're just. You're missing it. You're you're just going to miss it because we don't do any of those things. Um, we move forward by following a specific food plan, um, allowing the body to re. and respond, making adjustments based on that, being consistent as possible, making tweaks each week that make the process move forward. Um, So it's not, and it's all based on being in tune to the body's needs, right? So some of you are still stuck in your old relationship with food, kind of like you're, it's like you got a new boyfriend, but you're assuming your new boyfriend's like your old boyfriend. So you're bringing your old baggage into your new relationship and that, you know how that never works and only causes problems. Very similar with this process. So kind of forget everything that you know about the diet industry and just kind of come in here, here and just kind of be like if you want to experience for what it is experience for what it is you know I, I promise you, you will not disappoint you will not you will not be disappointed you might be a little bit nervous your body might respond in ways that you're unsure this is why we are here for you ask as many questions as you need we'll be happy to explain the process and what's going on to you right Uh, totally normal, totally normal, totally normal, totally normal. I usually have a, hi Michelle, usually have a coffee first thing, then switch over to water. I see it suggests starting with water, then coffee, then back to water. Is it best to do that? Yeah, I mean, I don't really got to point out that starting your, you know, shoving coffee in your body first thing in the morning is not the greatest, you know what I mean? I love my freaking coffee. I'm here with my venti. I love a coffee, don't get me wrong, but it's just, it's not great for the body. Like when you eat coffee, what goes really well with coffee in the morning? right muffins donuts right that goes really well with coffee what goes well with water fresh fresh foods right when you're just waking your body up and you're having water first thing it kind of like sets your palate straight right you whether you start your day with this you're like, you might be more apt to get a muffin or whatever is it make or break? Absolutely frickin' not. If you want to start your day with coffee, go ahead. Um, if you are, though, putting cream in it, sugar in it, then, eh, you know, that's not the greatest. Um, so yeah, it, the whole idea of the lemon water, and again, the lemon water doesn't do all the magical things that the, the lemon water, apple cider vinegar does not do all that, doesn't do fat burning, doesn't do any of those things. It doesn't do any of the magical things that the diet industry tells you that it does. It's great for breaking your fat, like um, um, putting those enzymes into your digestive system, it's great for you know um stimulating your digestive system cleansing that palate starting your day being hydrated all those things right so it's a great practice it can also really help with um with um acid reflux um, that people deal with and heartburn and such believe it or not that's that can be an issue from not having enough stomach acid and a lot of people are like why would I put lemon into an an issue with like too much stomach acid generally when you have um heartburn and reflux it's because you don't have enough acids uh, apple cider vinegar and lemon water also really beneficial if you're missing your gallbladder, in which I know a lot of you are because that's a side effect of the diet industry. If you're new to the program, that, that's a harsh reality, is that so many of you have had to get your gallbladder removed because of your history of dieting. You've been successful in losing weight and because of that, you know, you've had to get your gallbladder removed. And that's sort of the downside. And that's the difference between this program and any other diet. So when you force your body to burn fat, all you, your, everyone has fat cells, right? So this is sort of where genetics plays a role. Um, you have your number of fat cells, I have mine. Now, you may have more fat cells than me, but it doesn't mean that it's easier for you to gain weight or harder for you to lose. It just means that when you have more fat cells, when you do gain weight, you have the capacity to gain that much more. So what fills your fat cells... So your fat cells, when you, when you gain and lose weight, you don't gain fat cells and you don't lose fat cells. They basically shrink, they shrink and they expand, they shrink and they expand. And your body holds all of its toxins in your fat cells. So this is environmental toxins, things you're breathing in, creams that you're using on your skin, artificial colors and flavors. Basically anything that's not natural that your body can't process and digest gets stored in your fat cells. And then, so when you do a deprived diet where you're forcing your body to burn your fat, so you, you give it no choice, you you eat less, you exercise more, you put your body in ketosis, you rob it of carbohydrates, you give it no choice but to burn your fat, it will burn fat. It will use your stored fat for fuel. The problem is, is that when it burns that, the toxins that are in there are left. And then those toxins, I know it sounds so fucking extreme, but it's just how the body works. And um, those toxins, and I, I also use, I also, you'll find, I, I use a lot of layman's terms and I simplify everything. Um, if you want to know more scientific, the more, more of the science behind the program, we're going to bust out, we're going to bust out the science behind the program in the days and weeks to come. Um, so those, so your toxins are stored in your fat cells. You burn your fat cells. Your body uses the fat for energy and the toxins are left. The toxins get into your gallbladder, gunk it up and you got to get your gallbladder removed. I know it's a sci- It's a dirty little secret of the diet industry that nobody talks about. It's a dirty little secret of the diet industry that nobody talks about. Let me say that again. It's a dirty little secret of the diet industry that nobody, what he talks about um, and here we are so a lot of you are missing your gallbladder so adding in the apple uh lemon water and the apple cider vinegar can be beneficial in that because it stimulates um it stimulates your bile production and and what your what your gallbladder does is hold an extra cup of that bile um, so that when your body needs help to processing and digesting foods, it, it adds that extra cup of bile in there for your body to, to process and digest. So a lot of you are missing that. So um, the apple cider water, uh, apple cider vinegar, lemon water can really be beneficial. But it's definitely not make or break. But we're all about doing all the things because all the little things that you do can do, do absolutely add up. Um, I don't know what your question was. Oh yeah. So, so Michelle, whether you have like coffee first and then lemon water, lemon water, then coffee, you know, it's, it's honestly not make or break at the end of the day. Not make her break, not make her break, not make her break. Um. Hi, Derek. Hello, hello, hello. I hope your Tuesday is going well. If you're new here, Gina is a rock star. Just do what she says and you'll see results. Ah! You're so you're so sweet, but you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You listen. Our listen to our returning members. Um, listen to our returning members. They are just so freaking excited because uh, first of all, a lot of our returning members have friends and family with them. That's why they're so they, they they're returning with friends and family, which is why they're so forth giving in their information. They just want everyone to be successful, including their friends and family. Um, you know th- th- we know that, and then we it's not that we don't want you to ask questions. Like we said, it's just that people are saying this. Listen to Gina. Listen to Gina because they had all the same questions and concerns, and we know. Oh, you're going to ask anyway so ask away that's what we're absolutely here for but we're going to do our best to try to convince you for lack of a better word that you know this shit works this shit works this shit works um but you listen to our returning members on Monday we actually do this um um what's it called a words of encouragement post so if you're a new member definitely check that out it's where we have our returning members share their words of encouragement share their share their journey share their stories um in the hopes that you guys can recognize that you're they've been there right and they're dealing with a lot of the same things or they've dealt with a lot of the same things that you've dealt with in the beginning we have the most amazing supportive community um that might um that might bother you uh, a little bit um it's just how it is we have an amazing, supportive community. Um, someone showed up yesterday, and they were like unsure about the program, and they basically came in with a really bad attitude. Um, and they were like, ah, "I'm already regretting this, and my friend made me sign up, and I have no faith in this program, and just a really kind of crummy attitude." And our members showed up with 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 all sorts of supportive words and kind words. And the woman didn't respond well, but that's what you're gonna get. That's what you're gonna get if you're having a if you're having a day where you're having a low day. And you're frustrated. You're gonna get hit with a shit ton of support. I hate to tell you that. That's just kind of how it is around here. We want you to show up. We want we want to support you in your journey. And if you're having a day where you're not feeling it, we're gonna show up. We're gonna say some. We're gonna say some kind, motivating words to you, whether you like it or not. It's just how it's gonna be, you know. And um and 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 empathetic words and sympathetic words. You know, sometimes this this shit's not easy. Sometimes, right? Like we try to make it as easy as possible. But man, you're gonna be dealing with some major feels if you're doing it the right way and you know, you've been trying to lose weight for a while and you got a fair bit to lose, you're going to deal with some major feels, major feels, messy middle. We put the the weight loss isn't just the before and the after. It's all the middle part. Weight loss is, um, you know, weight loss is wanting to give up. Weight loss is being fucking frustrated because you have done this before. And weight loss is being nervous to do it again because you've done this before and you gain it all back every time. Weight loss is, you know, wanting to quit because this frickin' sucks and it takes forever. Weight loss is, you know, dealing with all your friends and family and and sometimes the shit that they say that's not so kind about your weight and what you're dealing with. And, you know, weight loss is work, trying to prioritize yourself in your own life. Weight loss is trying to work against your own sabotage. Weight loss is a lot of things that people don't talk about. You know, it's all part of that process. You know, there's a lot that happens after. After you start and before you finish, you know, uh, we're going to talk about it. We're going to break it all down, and we're absolutely going to be here. We're going to be here for you, every step of the way, every step of the way. Uh, to clarify, is everything in the guide also in the book? Yes, everything in the guide is also in the book. So you, the same information is available if you want. You don't have to print out a damn thing. It's also on your app. Um, it's stored in the guides. You do not have to print out anything. I am personally not a fan of reading things off a screen. I'm an old pen and paper girl. Um, the book came about because we saw people printing it on their own and and spending like 80 bucks on printer ink. And I thought there's got to be a better way. Like there's got to be a better way. I'm a, I'm a highlighter kind of girl. I love to make, Notes, so there's got to be a better way. So we hooked up with Amazon. Um, so if your book gets delivered, you know, in, in any shape or form, that's not right. It, it's all Amazon. Just so you know that, send it back to Amazon. Um, Amazon uh, prints and ships and and delivers this um, for us. And it's uh, all of the PDFs. It's this is all the posts that we'll be posting in the group over the next 12 weeks. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, a lot of it is repeat. A lot of it is repeat. Um, So you can, uh, you can print it off on your own. Or if you have the old book, you can print off anything new. Are we getting a lot of questions about people like what's the difference between each book? Well, each book is geared towards the seasons. Um, Also has all the new posts in it. We're always leveling up. We're always making changes to it, right? So that's the difference. So if you do have the old book, what you can do is go through your table of contents and then cross reference with the program index posted in the welcome guide. And you can, sort of keep track of any of the new posts that we're adding to the mix. Um, But yes, it's all in the book. It's all in the book. It's all in the book. Good morning. I'm so happy you posted the Chef video together for the fridge info that helped a lot. Yeah, we're going to post that again. We're going to post that again for anybody who's not following me over on social media. Uh, Lynn Crawford Crawford is going to be back. Um, She's going to be doing, no doubt, some amazing recipes. We're going to do some fun segments with her. Um, She did a great segment in our last group about fridge organization. Um, We were doing a cooking segment with her, and we saw her fridge. And we're like, whoa, what the hell is this? What's going on? She has everything labeled. It's obviously used to working in restaurants and, and, you know, owning restaurants and such. You got to be really organized for that. Um, So she shared her organization tips for us. And wow, what a game changer. Yes, on Sunday, on Sunday, on Sunday, I got my groceries delivered. And there's my two teenage kids washing and chopping and putting things in containers and labels and ah! It can't be done. Even my even my teens love the nice organized fridge. And even my teens are on board with keeping it organized. Tony and I even went away for the week last week. And then we came back. At the very least, you can see what you need to toss and what you need to reorder and all of that. Um, it was a massive game changer. You do not have to organize your fridge to be successful. You don't have to plan your meal. Like you don't have to be a meal planner, or a meal prepper to be successful. If you want to fly by the seat of your pants, you can totally do that too. Um, but that was it. That was a good... That that was a game changer. So we're, I'm excited to have her back. I'm excited to have her back. Uh, we also have we also have our set recipes. There are some. There are recipes. There is a recipe guide. If you have missed it, we're going to be adding more recipes to it week to week as we go as well. Um, is it normal to have gained some weight after one day? Okay. So, Natalie, it's not normal to gain some weight after one day. It's normal for your weight to fluctuate, but it's not normal to gain weight. So please, 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 for the love of God, understand that eating food does not make you fat. If you're following the food plan, you're not going to gain weight. The weight, the scale will fluctuate as it does normally, as it does monthly. Um, we need to have a real conversation about the scale. If you are a new member, um, you need to understand what the scale is all about and real life, real life. Um, it's not as easy as you think. Just to con- you, don't, you don't just consume foods and gain weight overnight. It's not how it works. You don't consume foods and gain weight over the weekend. Um, you'd be hardcore pressed to gain weight over the course of a week. Um, so we're going to break this down. Uh, really important to watch that scale video and read over the scale post. Um, your weight is going to fluctuate. It's going to go up. It's going to go down. It's going to plateau. Normal. All normal are part of weight loss. A plateau when your weight stops moving doesn't mean that the process isn't working it means your body is taking time to solidify the weight that you've lost. Um, It is normal for your weight to go up with this process before your weight drops that's because your body retains water in order to get the fat out Um, so it's normal for your weight to go up in order for your weight to go down. Uh, We use the scale as a tool to be able to pick up on those ups because they're great. It's it's good to know when your weight is up because you'll know when it's on the way down. Um, You'll also know uh, you'll get to know all the different reasons why your weight can be up your weight can be up your weight can be up because you had a crappy sleep last night and have nothing to do with what you ate yesterday your weight can be up because you had salty food yesterday which is not a reason not to eat salty food if you had red meat that can have your weight up because it's hard to digest not a reason to not eat it um you could have worked out yesterday and your body's sore so your weight is up you could have um what wh- so many so many things could have drank some alcohol not drank enough water yesterday so your weight is up see what i'm saying so we can't be crazy pants and um every time our weight goes up on the scale thinking that we've gained actual real weight because that's just craziness that's just craziness. But we're going to teach you all about that because I know some of you are nervous about that because you've been taught, um, you know, when the scale goes up, it's weight gain and it's just not true. It's just not true. It's not true. That's not true. Um, also, no reason to have sad faces around here. Honestly, we're on day two. This program is really fucking awesome. Um, this is pretty exciting. Uh, there's just no reason to have sad faces around here. And I say that because some of you are going to start festering in your funk. Let me break this down for you and so you can keep an eye out for it for the next couple of days. Some of you um, are coming in and you're so excited. And when you don't see that scale start moving right away, you're going to get the sad faces. You're going to get frustrated. And then you're just going to be all pissy. And it's just, not a, it's just not a way to show up for yourself. We call it festering in your funk. And here's the thing, you're not, you're not, and people get upset, but you're not upset at me because this program's amazing and you've only been here for a couple days, so give it some time. Um, you're, not, you're not upset at my team because my team's here and they are support you, right? Um, your chances are you're upset because you're back having to lose weight again and you, you're pissed off at that, right? So a lot of times people bring that baggage into here like you're, you're pissed off because you've done that diet, you've done this diet, you've done this before, and you're just angry and you're so fucking mad you put all this time and energy into dieting and here you are having to do it again. Please don't take that out on us. Please don't hold that against this program, the process, because it's the, it's the one sure way to sabotage your ass out of this because people tend to do that. They fester in their funk and then they because you want to feel the feels because you're mad that you're back here again. You don't want to do this again. This sucks and all of that and the scale's not happening the way you want to and the weight's already going up and all of those things, right? Um, that's the number one way to find yourself out of the group is just sabotaging your way out. You know um, be mindful of the energy that you're showing up for yourself this is day two if you're not fucking excited about what you're doing like come on now come on now what you're gonna realize is this program is different than any other diet that's out there you probably have already recognized it some of you are terrified by that but I would switch that up I would get excited by the fact that this is different because this is different and this is an opportunity at finally and forever I say st- I say that with a straight face and really unapologetic you stick around you're gonna be so happy that you stuck around the reality is so many of you won't last the week you won't last the week you're going to be like oh it's too many facebook lives it's too much information i can't have my diet pop and then you're gonna you're not even gonna last a week some of you might last a couple weeks and the scale's not going to do what you're going to want to do and then you'll be gone and then you know what's going to happen because it happens every stinking time returning members am I right uh three months is gonna freaking fly by and at the end of the three months people are gonna be posting their befores and afters people are gonna be posting their success stories the weight's gonna be flying off them you're those people who bailed are gonna see that because they're gonna have tried that diet this diet this diet diet all the same shit they've done before that doesn't work that gives them that initial quick fix where they lose in the first few days and then it stops they're gonna have done three diets while you guys are still trucking away and at the end of the program they're gonna come back and they're gonna be like I want that and well in order to get that you got to do the work so heed my warning now if you are already festering in your funk if you were excited yesterday and you're already in a pissy mood today you're gonna have to really work on that you're gonna have to check your vibe check the energy that you're showing up you want to do better for yourself you want to be a cheerleader for yourself you want to show up for yourself be a champion for yourself you know what I mean um, so just watch that vibe, watch that vibe, and ask the questions. I love this. Ask the questions, right? Because we'll let you know what's right. We'll let you know what's right. We'll let you know you didn't actually gain that weight. You didn't gain that weight. You didn't gain that weight. Well, that's something we're going to talk a lot about. Scale's going to make us crazy. Scale's going to make just just recognize the scale's going to make you crazy. But what you're looking for is that downward trend. That downward trend. Do you know that? You know when they show you that line? You know a noom shows you that 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 scale that looks like this? Lies. It's all lies. Nobody's weight loss journey looks like this. Nobody's weight loss journey looks like that. Nobody's weight loss journey. That's a lie. That's just some guy in a boardroom going like, "We need a graph for our ad." Okay, done. That's 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 not a that's not someone's real weight weight scale. That's not what that looks like. Real weight loss is up. It's down. It's back up. It's plateauing. It's up and down and back up and plateauing. It's up and up and up and then it's back down and it's it's all over the freaking place. All over the freaking place. All over the place. Okay. Uh, Day one went okay. Hi, Rimple. My mental block is around carbs. Okay. Used to have some rice or one roti uh, for dinner. Skip that and I feel it's not sustainable. Okay. (laughs) This is valid. So, so, so first of all, no one says that you can't have rice. No one says that you can't. So you want to use it as needed, but, but so what do you have for lunch? Did you have your rice at lunch? Because that's the most appropriate place for lunch. The reason why you don't need rice at dinner is because chances are you're going to bed after, right? Like, what do you need to eat carbs for? Carbs are energy foods. What do you need to eat carbs for? Especially because you would have eaten breakfast in the morning right? Which is high protein, but you can also add carbs. You would add fruit in the morning, right? Which is carbohydrates. You would have had lunch, which is vegetables, which are carbohydrates, which is also where you add your rice if you wanted it, where you would have had your rice there. It's also where you add your protein, all your leafy greens, and your added extra healthy fats. And then after that, you would have had some raw vegetables, which you could add some cheese or some cheese with, or which are also carbohydrates, which you could add some cheese, some good fat, or some hummus, or some guacamole for good fat then you had your nuts and seeds which are high in protein and fat which are good sustaining energy that feed into your satiety hormones so you would have eaten all of that but you didn't feel satisfied at dinner because you didn't have a little bit of rice like really yeah, you're right. It is a carb, mental carb block. A lot of what we're dealing with here is, is, is mental. That's why I explained that to you because you're looking at dinner. What about everything else that you ate throughout the day? Now, if you are purposely, because we're eating, what, five, six times a day right? Nutrient-rich. Now, what does nutrient-rich mean? That means don't just have a salad. I hope to God you did not have a salad at lunch with like lettuce and a hunk of chicken, right? If you did, like, come on now, you know, come on now. I'm hoping that you didn't just have lettuce. I'm hoping that that is exactly where you added your rice because that's where you want to have the rice at lunch, um, that you loaded that up. Nuts, seeds, tons of veggies, avocados, dressings, good oils. That's what we mean. Give your food the most bang for a buck. Nutrient-rich, right? nutrient rich is what you want um, so, this is not a low carb diet, it's not at all and that's the takeaway, you need to read the notes again. It's not a low carb diet, it's the right carbs at the right time. Um, so breads, pastas, you know, the, the, those aren't really, there's no there's no nutri- nutrient value in those foods, right? So, they're, they're not really beneficial um, and like I said, some people still add them in, they lose weight just fine. So, so a couple things, um, make sure you drink enough water, make sure that you're eating breakfast, make sure you're making your foods nu- choices nutrient rich throughout the day, make sure you're adding good fats, good fats and good fats feeding into your satiety hormones that make you feel more satisfied with your foods it's not just carbohydrates it's not just carbohydrates that do that um, there you have satiety hormones for a reason and protein and fat is what you need to feed into them and make you feel more satisfied so I would blame the fact that you didn't feel satisfied on, on what you ate previously during the day or not eating dissatisfaction or not adding enough good fats to your to your to your dinner would be my, would be my guess and has absolutely nothing to do with carbohydrates and I'll tell you why because as soon as it gets dark out your body is designed in a way and we're all human and have the same human body at least I'm assuming so in here um, as soon as it gets dark out your body starts pumping a chemical called melatonin through your system that sends a message to your body to wind your ass down and get you ready for a nice deep sleep um, and it's not interested in eating it's just not it's just it's not why would why would it pump a chemical through your ass to get you to sleep and then be hungry at the same time when digestion takes so much energy so your body starts winding down and then anything you were to eat after after that, it's going to wake your body up and restart, the, you know, start the process. So you don't want to go to bed with a belly full of food. Um, this is why we don't, we don't want anyone eating after dinner, not because of the calories. Once you've lost your weight, you could totally eat it after dinner all you want, but because it messes with your sleep and you need that sleep. You need that sleep, right? So if you, first of all, no one should feel, um, so it's not sustainable. So eating, eating six times a day, super nutrient rich food, um, is not sustainable because you can't have a little bit of rice at night. You know what I mean? Have your rice, have your rice because no one should be feeling like this is not sustainable. Uh, you're either, you're either not eating enough and you're, you're undercutting your portions during the day, uh, or you're skipping your portions during the day or some of your meals and snacks, or you're not eating breakfast. You'd be surprised. So many people skip breakfast and they're like, I'm so hungry for dinner dinner or at night gee breakfast no okay come on now Eat, eat breakfast then eat breakfast no eat breakfast then um, so it definitely is a mental block for you around carbs because it's not a physical thing. It's not a physical thing at all. Because um, if you break down how the body works, it doesn't really make sense, you know, to want to have heavier carbs in the evening. Now, if you are working out in the evening, if you go and play sports like hockey or something like that after dinner, then that's where you're going to want to add carbs to your dinner, right? So if you if you are playing hockey after dinner, then sure, add some potatoes or rices or quinoa or whatever you want to do your, to your dinner, right? Because the carbs are added as needed. Needed. Your body's needs change day to day. You're gonna have some days where you're so super hungry, and then you're gonna have days like next week. You're gonna have a day where you're like, "I'm not hungry for my dinner. Do I have to eat it?" Like, trust me, you're gonna probably say that to me. Um, so, so you're gonna you're gonna nor- 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 notice that your hunger hunger levels are gonna really fluctuate. I wouldn't judge anything based on this first week of your body reacting and responding to the food plan. I wouldn't. I would try to be as consistent as possible with it. It's designed to get the body to react and respond. Some of you are gonna feel hungry, and then some of you are gonna feel and then that's going to switch off you're you're going to be all over the place all over the place and that's totally normal totally normal totally normal totally normal i take supplements daily so are you saying i should stop take them no 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 <laughs> why would I say that um no if you whatever supplements you take take whatever you take I'm talking about the supplements for the program and plan that people know that we suggest and they're already adding them in without understanding why and then people are complaining that their bodies are reacting and do I have a bellyache because this I have that I don't know um no I am not talking about that if you if your doctor has suggested anything from you or you're taking any of your own supplements you can keep doing your own thing This is not a supplement program. So, there are supplements that we do suggest. So, on week two, when we suggest them, then read over the post, listen to the experts, and then you can assess what you want in or not. But no, I'm not, I'm not absolutely not saying that. (laughs) I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I suffer from severe heartburn ever since my pregnancies. I'm wondering if the lemon water and apple cider vinegar will worsen this. Okay. So this is where you really want to read the notes like and really truly understand. So especially from pregnancy, severe heartburn is from lack of acid. It's not from more. And I know this is amazing that a lot of you guys don't know this and I don't know why because your doctor should be letting you know. So this is, we always get this in the beginning. Well, adding acid to acid is just going to produce more like, yeah, because it's low stomach acid that causes heartburn and causes um, it causes heartburn. It's it's actually not less. It's, it's not less. That's the thing. It's actually more. So it's that. That's why it makes it better. That was, That's why it makes it better. That's why it makes it better. That's why it makes it better. We get that question a lot, and I'm always sorry about my reaction. At this point, I just kind of react. I can't help it. Um, I'm always amazed that people think that because it's it's actually the opposite. It's it's the opposite. So you know, I also know there's so many people out there taking medications for heartburn and stuff. Um, when we we've also had so many people go through the program where a little bit of lemon water apple cider vinegar like makes all the difference in the world people legit getting off their like heartburn and reflux medication now some people have serious like actual like um physical like um physical issues causing and obviously a lemon water and apple cider vinegar ain't gonna do shit for that but for a lot of people it's really gonna make a difference there there's nothing that i suggest on this program and plan this i guess this is more the thing there's nothing i suggest on program and plan that's detrimental to health nothing I, first of all, I would never risk that. I would never, even if it, it risked making one, you know, one person react, I wouldn't risk that. Right. So for the most part, everything we, we do here is safe and it's sound. We, we don't do any weird, crazy cuckoo shit. We do suggest the lemon water and apple cider vinegar, but we won't tell you it does all the weird magical shit that the diet industry tells you that it does because it doesn't. Does it have its benefits? Yes. Is it make or break? No, it's not. So if whatever reason you feel like you don't want to add it in just skip it, skip it, skip it, skip it, skip it. Skip it. Skip it, skip it, zip it. Uh, you guys, are you guys listening? So many people asking you that because I've been taking vitamin supplements for so long, should I stop taking it? Okay, let me be very clear. Let me be very clear. If you're new to the program, don't, please don't add any of the new supplements that we suggest until at least week two when we talk about them, okay? That, that's as simple as that. Some of you are adding them in. You don't know what they do or why. Your bodies are reacting. You're, all, you, you're freaking out about that, and then you're missing what's happening with the food plan because you've added in supplements too soon. So I'm talking specifically about people who are new to the program who are adding in the supplements that they think that they should take, and they're so focused on that when we're not even having that conversation yet, right? So we want your bite to react to the food plan first and then you want to hold off and adding those in and then there are the members who have already been taking their supplements Who have been part of the program in which I said you can keep taking them. If you've taken a break, you can add them back in. I haven't said anything to any of our new members about supplements you were taking before. I had not, I didn't say anything about that. I'm specifically talking about adding in the new supplements from the program and our returning members. So, so, so make sure you know, make sure you know what I'm saying rather than take away little bits, right? Like, make sure you really are clear on that. This is why we love you guys asking as many questions as you need. Don't be shy about that. Don't be shy about that. Don't be shy about that. How about dealing with unsupportive spouses? Hi, Simone. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Whether it's unsupportive, um, you know, spouses or that same aunt who ragged your ass about being fat, told you you're fat the whole your whole life. Now that you're actually doing something about it, losing weight, is now telling you that you're not being healthy and you know all those things um, to your friends, telling you weird shit from your friends, saying stuff to your friends, not saying stuff. When it comes to the diet industry, and I don't know why, but for some reason, people feel like it's okay to say the weird as shit I don't know why um they just do (laughs) they just do um uh, unsupportive spouses okay um I'll tell you a story I'll tell you a story about Tony and I Tony's Tony's my guy um, before Tony and Tony Tony works we were we run the groups together um, he's my he's my right-hand guy he runs all the business behind the business but before he came on board uh, and we started the business together um, when we were together Tony used to ask me to help him lose weight he didn't have a lot of weight to lose I just thought he looked great the way he was and I was always like no I'm not gonna help you lose weight I'm not gonna help you lose weight so then he's like okay well I know this great program I'm gonna sign up for so we've been- <laughs> so he signed up for the program and did the program. So while I was running the program and he wasn't working with me yet, he was just, he had his own job. He was working at Amazon, but he was doing the program. And so, um, I would sabotage him at night. I'd sabotage him. So at night, every night in bed, I'd bring in chips and like almost on purpose. Like I was kind of mad that he was doing this because I didn't want to help him because I want to eat chips. I don't want to, you know, I don't, I don't want, I didn't, I loved him the way he was. I didn't want to tell him what to do. I would already done that in my first marriage. I wasn't about to get into a new relationship with anyone where I'm telling them what to do and they're telling me what to do. So I didn't want to get into that dynamic. Um, but so here he was following the program and doing very well. He crushed it by the way, and loved it so much that he, you know, he now is running the business with me. Um, but, um, I sabotaged him, but it, it had nothing to do with him. It had to do with me and I didn't even realize it. I did. I, 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 I'm running the program that he's following and I'm in bed eating chips beside him, sabotaging him. Um, and I didn't even realize it and it wasn't about him. It was about me. I wanted to eat my chips. I didn't want him to take that away from me. I didn't want things to change. And so I sabotaged him. And then once I realized, I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing? So so that's just just, just, to, just to let you know that someone in your life may be sabotaging you, but it, it might not actually have anything to do with you. Maybe your spouse thinks that they should feel better, eat better, work out better, and they, they don't know what to do or they don't have the wherewithal to do it quite yet. They're not in that place where they can do it. So it's kind of irking them that you're doing it. I don't really know. Um, I I don't really know. Um, But, you know, regardless, you're going to have to do it for you. And that sounds so cliche, but you're going to have to do, you're going to have to do it for you. And you may not have um, a a big team of people supporting you and cheering you on. That's why we're here for you. That's why we're we're here for you. This is why we want this to be the space where you can ask the questions you want to ask and we can be here to support you and we'll give it to you straight. Like I, I'm I'm not, I'm not as flowery as my team. Like I'm that girlfriend who if you're if your guy's cheating on you, I will let you know. Even if it means at the end of our friendship. I, I'm that girl. I'm the I'm the girl who's gonna let you know your guys out there fooling around on you. you know? Um and you know, I'm kinda of straight up like that. But we, we we will be here. My team is really amazing and super supportive and our returning members are great. And, and this is sort of like, we, this is why it's so important because so many people live in houses full of people yet feel alone in their lives, right? And this is why we're all kind of, we're all just kind of showing up every day, trying to do our best. I'm just trying to drag my ass out of bed and show up and, you know, put on a good show for you guys and help you guys reach your family and forever goals. You know, i got my own things I'm working on and working through and my own shit. You know what I mean? Um, it's not all sunshine and rainbows over here either. You know, you guys were all just waking up, trying to live your best, trying to fucking lose this weight already. You know what I mean? You spent a big chunk of your life trying to do it. You just want it done. You know, so we just want to, we're all just kind of working towards the same thing, trying to live our best lives, you know? So that spouse thing, whether it's about and losing weight can change the dynamics in relationships it can, and i i've I've heard a lot of women lose weight, and then the men are like concerned that you know now that she looks amazing, she's gonna like and they are all schlumpy and gross and got their big bellies that their wives aren't gonna love them anymore men men feel that way too, you know, um so many reasons it causes conflict in friendships if you were the fat friend. Of your friend circle, and now you're not the fat friend. That means one of your other friends now got to step into the role of the fat friend, right? That that messes with people's minds. Like, so losing weight is uh, there's a lot to it. There's a that's uh, that's all part of it. That's weight loss too. That's a part that people don't people don't factor in. Is part of weight loss is having people sabotage you along the way and and not cheer for you and 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 support you in the way that you thought. Um, you know, it's weight loss is wanting to give up, and and the outside world life does not make it easy for us. to achieve our goals around here. It's always, life is always smacking us in the face, always giving us something to work through, you know? So that's the thing too. So a lot of you want to lose weight. Like you have, we all got on our cars, we're on the road to reaching our finally and forever. And a lot of you not only want to lose weight, but you've put a lot of stock in that weight loss. You've you've said, when I lose the weight, I'm going to this, I'm going to that, I'm going to, so not only do you have the goal of losing the weight to do, but you've piled on all of these things that are going to happen. When, when I lose the weight, I'm gonna go for that job. I'm gonna start dating. I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, right? <clears throat> so the problem is is that you've set your intentions on those things. So you've basically said to the universe, this is what I'm doing. This is where I'm going. So the universe is going to show up for you. It's going to give you everything that you need to get there, right? And it's going to teach you everything you need to teach. So you know what you need to know when you do get there to be able to do this and do that and do all those things. So some of you have really loaded up those expectations. So the universe is going to hit you up or the life is going to hit you up with all the things that you're going to need to work through to successfully get there. And that's what's going to happen, right? So this is why we're going to, this is sort of part of it. So, you know, as much as it's not fun, you know, dealing with your spouse or you know and, and and sort of navigating that it's going to be part of the process for you and you know maybe you know they not rely on them you know it'd be nice if they could be there and support you but for whatever reason that they're not so you got to show up and you got to do this for you and maybe that's part of your reminder and setting your intentions in the morning or keeping a journal for yourself is just reminding yourself that you are doing this for you you know at the end of the day there I don't got a right or wrong answer for this and maybe some other people have some words of wisdom a lot of people do struggle with this. A lot of people do. What, you know, what ends up happening is that the men can be very resilient. Oh, I got to go. Whoa. Oh, holy. Um, I, I, what ends up happening is that um, the men can be very resistant at the beginning, and then next thing you know, they end up losing weight. The next thing you know, they're signing up for the next program. <laughs> so maybe that'll be helpful to you. Holy, I blew way past my time today, you guys. Sorry about that. Uh, remember that we do turn all these lives into podcasts, but I just love the conversation. I could talk weight loss forever, forever. In fact, I'll be back tonight at 7 p.m. if you want to join me then. Have an amazing day, everyone, and I'll check in later. Bye. Selling a little?